Hello, wrestling fans. This is Quentin Charisma. This is Mark Gordy, and this is Call It In The Ring. What's going on, Mark? Oh, same old, same old. You doing all right, brother? Yeah, hanging in there like that old biscuit is normal. <laughs> yeah, I heard that, man. Oh, man. Hey, I was thinking the other day, man. You, you remember uh, Central Central uh, Park? Oh, my gosh. Loved man. that place. That was the best. <laughs> man, we used to go there before we went to the fairground watch wrestling back in the day. Yeah. Man, that place man, is so that- good. I uh, know, man, and they had one. Let's see, that was on Noahville, bro. They had one over here in uh, Hermitage for a while. Um, yeah, the one in Hermitage didn't last as long as the one on Noahville Road, though. Yeah, uh, you see where that uh, Captain D's burnt down over here in, in Hermitage? The one in front of Hermitage Lanes? Yeah, uh, they wow. caught fire yesterday, and yeah, and burned down, and but uh. Anyway, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, 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 Cornette, what do you think, man? I knew it was going to happen. I didn't eventually, <laughs> eventually, you know, it was going to happen. I didn't think it'd be this soon, the first set of tapings, but. Ooh, man, I was watching it uh, Tuesday night live, and uh, when he said that, I went, well, that's it for him. Uh, <laughs> But so, still, why is it? Because really. he said chicken? Fried chicken? Uh, they think it's racist because they say he mentioned chicken and, you know, Ethiopians. And so, but here's know. my thing. How many chickens, how many of them people eat, eat, eat chicken? They even know what fried chicken is? I mean, come on. <laughs> Dude, they, know, it's like you're trying to make it. They're, people are trying to uh, make it racist. It's like, actually, you know, maybe it was like, you know, uh, Maybe if he had a bag of, uh, uh, strapped a bag of USO uh, rice, uh, property of the USO, or what, that, what is it, uh, United Nations rice, where they drop them bags and stuff on the back of his back, maybe if he said it like that, you know, it'd be racist, but, I mean, come on. They, they only, they only know what fried chicken is over there, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. I think they just, people listen to his every word waiting for him to, to, to say the slightest thing that could be construed as racist or homophobe or and you know what, whatever, you know? And when I saw this, I actually watched it today, this morning. Actually, I'll, I very rarely watch it when it comes on. I always watch it usually Wednesday mornings, but I already knew it was coming, you know, and edited it out, so I didn't hear nothing. So hear nothing. But here's my thing. <laughs> All the stuff that he complains about, about people, you know, nowadays where they are, you know, it, it kills me because those are the Democrats. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what we talked about before the past, where I mentioned where it, it is so funny because it's like uh, they're eating their own, you know. They're eating their own and spitting it out, man, because Jim's a big-time Democrat, and you know all these crazy fuckers. Yeah. They're little, little fuckers. 
Democrats, so it's like they're eating their own, you know? Exactly. You know, I kind of I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah it is, actually. <laughs> because, because liberalism is a mental disorder. I mean, if you're liberal and you're listening to this, that's not the great exhorting that's mine. You can, uh, all the hate mail and telegrams you can send my way, I don't care. Liberalism is a mental disorder, okay, people? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do. I don't think I have to worry. I don't think anybody listens. <laughs> I don't think they. they do. I think there's like three people. <laughs> in case they do, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's so funny because, like, like, like we said, you know, Jim's a big time liberal, and uh, I agree. You know, as far as wrestling, Jim's a genius. A little bit of his political views are out there. They're whacked. Yep, yep, yep. And, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's all these other whacked out liberals that are against the land. It's like it's kind of funny in a way. Yeah. But <laughs> it is. When you, you know, when you hear somebody and it's like, man, it, you're the those people is ones you. <laughs> it's just like. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's just, it's just it's funny. But anyway, um, so last week show, do you remember anything about last week's show? Um, I watched it. <laughs> I don't think I remember. I, uh, I don't think I think I remember was um, the women's match was 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 a good women's match because it was like what do you, I think it was like three minutes tops. They pretty much jobbed those blonde girls out, which I was thinking, I, that, I was like, okay, they jobbed them out, that's good, because they do not need to get any kind of offense in. Um, it, only, it didn't go over three minutes, which was good, and I was like, that's the perfect role for those blonde girls, because they suck, man, and uh, they're not very good, so they just need to go in there, be like the monkeys, just go in there and just get job out every week, you know? It's the monkey, yeah. si- the monkey sisters, you know? <laughs> But you know, the, it, no women's matches need to go over over three minutes, never in there. So that was a plus. You know, it it was a step up for their their matches. Um, trying to think. Oh man, the mark. That's I'm sorry. That's stupid. Mr. Mark. Yes. You know who that is? It's you? Josephus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it, I, I, I Okay, here's my question. Is is he supposed to be comedy a comedy gimmick cuz his his uh in his ring gear is not supposed to fit right or did he not know how to order ring gear? I think it's just supposed to be a comedic thing. Yeah. I know, but I know that part, but I know that the gimmick is but is his gear with it not fit like the leggings, man, are like he are like two sizes too big for him. So did were they ordered like that, or or did he just not how order leggings because he's never wore leggings? To me, it seems like it's it's just part of the gimmick. Okay, and it's supposed to be like that. That's what I get from it. Yeah. His, his whole look is supposed to be you know yeah. backyard empty looking. <laughs> you know? No, he nailed it. You, know, you think? That's actual, uh, the response he's getting from the crowd is, uh, real, or do you, for some reason, I don't know why, but, uh, off camera, I don't know, 
like uh, shows that tape like that has that has a studio audience. Were off the camera where you can't see it. They have big old signs yeah. that says applause and stuff. You think they got something like that, or you think it's just uh, genuine? Well, here's my thing. Wrestling crowds nowadays, there's nothing genuine about them. Yeah, One true. person, two people can be sitting there and start a chant, they'll all. The sheep. Yeah. like sheep. That, that's true. So, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do have the applause and cheer and, and all that stuff going too. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's probably a, a combination of both. So... Um, they put that belt on Colt last week. Was it last week or the week before? Last, it was, yeah, it was last week. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm not knocking James Storm, because, I mean, we've had heat in the past. Um, but, I'm sorry, if you're, if you're going to look like what you do, drop the cowboy gimmick. You look the feather thing from a cowboy. You come out there with a, with a, a jacket with a hoodie on and spikes and and a bandana over your your uh, mouth and nose like a gangster and you wearing it looks like you and Chase Stevens got a discount on your kick pads uh, from some gear maker. I mean, I'm not knocking them; they look good, but it looks right on Chase, but it don't look right on James. Yeah, you know? I mean, they they look really good. I, I'm pretty sure they got them from the same place because they look like. They've made the same and everything. Um, I mean, they're nice. I'm not knocking them. There's tons. There's no telling how much they cost too. I mean, they probably the same amount as a good pair of boots. I'm sure because it. Whoever made them, I mean, they're nice. Really, it's good. You can tell they spent some money on them. But if, if he's getting out of the cowboy thing, drop the name. You know, just be James Storm because there's nothing about him looks like a cowboy anymore. You know. Yeah, so, but, um, yeah, so anybody, if the three people listen, you know, if you go run back and tell James or run back and tell Chase, um, I'm not knocking them. I'm not knocking nobody. I'm just saying it don't make sense. So, um, like I said, they look, the stuff looks great. I don't, I don't know who made it, but, uh, I'm trying to think of what else stuck out because it's been a week. I wrote stuff down. I don't know where I put it. Um, I took a little, I took like little notes when I was watching. I had a little, little piece of paper. I, ha- I should have had my notebook out where I, I constantly write stuff down in my notebook through the day because uh, I can't remember anything anymore. But uh, I, just, I just wrote this on a little notepad. But another thing I'm, I've noticed, oh, uh, dude from the Wild Cards, he came out without the kilt last week. Yeah, no kilt last week. Then, yeah, then I watched today, the, this week's, he had it back on. I was like, dude, Come on. <laughs> Somebody played a rib on him. He hit it last week. Yeah, he hit, hit it during that <laughs> the last week's taping. And then he we must have... back there, a veteran going, y'all need to look more like each other. How'd that damn kill for that boy? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think about this week's show, besides the, uh, the edit out? Uh, I, I still hate the women stuff. Uh, there's just nothing that really... That was a longer match. I don't think that. I just don't. I I didn't care for it. It was too long. And who? Melina? Come on, a legend. Yeah, a legend. And did you hear the pop? They went crazy when she came out. (laughs) I didn't know who it was until they said her name. I'm like, who? 
How many? How long did she work at New York? What three years, if that? Yeah, mostly she was just like ballet to Eminem. Uh, yeah, that was the most thing I remember for. And you know, I mean, she wasn't there long. Maybe two, three years. I mean, I was like, seriously. You know, I guess that makes her a legend. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. But um. <laughs> oh. Uh. Uh, you remember Bob Cook? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I got him on Facebook, and uh, he <laughs> some of his stuff. He gets on there and rants and stuff. It's been pretty funny. Um, he talked about how can they somebody complain about Cornet saying that, and then in the same episode have uh, Austin Isle talk about roofing somebody's drink and raping them, <laughs> and not complain about that. The K-Fed cocktail? I really, I really never paid too much attention to that uh, little skit he does, but uh, is that the whole gist of it? Maybe uh, putting a roofie in the... He's doing K-Fed something because he's, he said, get her to drink the K- K-Fed cocktail and you'll be getting it on. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, how are they missing that? And not, you know... <laughs> and then that got me to thinking like today uh, uh, I'm going to get off topic of what I'm it's all ties in to probably 20 minutes me to get all this out but every morning my wife gets up you know Dana she does her deal uh, she watches uh, the Kelly and Ryan right every morning so that's her routine she goes and gets up same time every morning and watches that and they've been pl- having them stupid uh, hearing things. So the last two days, I'm trying to find something that she'll watch. And I'll watch, you know, we both can actually stomach together. So she's never watched Friends. And TBS showing Friends. And it's like yesterday was in the first season and today was in the second season. And so we were sitting there watching it. And Joey had a casting call for... Uh, Days of Our Lives. And, um, so he went to the thing, and so he goes back to, like, his, his agent, and, uh, he's talking to her, and he's like, I, he goes, I just got the feeling that I'll get the part, but I gotta sleep with the, um, the person. It's a, it was a woman. The casting person was a woman. So his agent calls, and, you know, he's on the phone doing the gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hangs up, she goes, yeah, if you want the part, you got to sleep with her. You know, and that, so that was the big joke of the the thing, right? And I was thinking, yeah. but you look at was it Herbie Weinstein or what? Else? You know, all these people are getting, you know, and about to see all, all these women are coming up saying that we had to have sex with them to get these parts in these movies and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, that's been going on since you know TV and movies, you know, started. You know, so they got the, you know, the, the name, the casting couch, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, but back in, what was this, 90, I think that Friends episode was like in 95, I think. It was a joke, it was a joke, it was a joke. I mean, because it was just, you just knew, I mean, everybody knows that. That's, you get your break, you get, you know? But now, it's like, you know, oh, 20 years ago, he said, if I wanted to be in a movie, I had to, you know, you know, I had to blow him and stuff. It's like. Well, yeah, I, that's how everybody got their parts when they first start. It's been going on since, well, wouldn't movie, like the 
what, like the 20s when the movies started going and then TV in the 50s? I mean, that, it's been, ever, it's always been like that. I ain't saying it's right, but, oh, yeah. you know, in, in, you know, a of, in a lot of, uh, uh, different businesses and stuff, you know, that, that's went on for, for yeah, yeah, every business, every, yeah, every you know, music business, yeah. you just corporate, corporate, you know, the, I mean, it, come on. Oh, yeah. It's like now it's, and then when one person says something about it, oh, they, everybody jumps on the bag bandwagon, even if it happened or didn't, you know? But it just, it just, it, it, it just, you know, I was watching, I was like, man, boy, times have really changed, you know? Because, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, it was the joke yeah. of the, it, it was the joke of the TV show on there, you know? So, but I, I don't know, I got a little off from the wrestling show with Tom. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's another. It happened, right? You know, that happened for you. Hey, in the same, you know, we're talking about it happening in all business, wrestling business. I mean, you, through the years, you know. Oh yeah, you know, hey, it's it's been said that a uh, fabulous move. It used to pimp pimp the girls out that work for you know yeah. she booked out to these promoters and yeah. stuff and. Yeah. It's you know, you know the old Tommy Rich uh, uh, rumor, but yeah, I mean uh, it. You know, it's like has anybody ever asked him? Or actually, you know, yeah, uh, I was watching. It was a recent. In fact, I don't know which interview it was. I think it might have been K-Fate Memories, the dude who does that. I forget his name now, but. Uh, Anyway, I think he might have asked him that, and uh, Rich, I think Rich answered it, you know, like, hey, you know, that's, I forget now exactly what he said, but, uh, you know, who knows? Well, here's my take. Man, from like 79 to 81, he was the, he was the, uh, just white hot baby face on that TBS TV. Oh, yeah, man. So, I mean, I could uh, see that part, but they, you know, and they said that he lived in Barnett's condo, you know? Oh, so I didn't know that. That's what they say that, but they said that his condo was big, you know? Mm. So, I don't, then, who was it? I, you know... I want to somebody shoot said that somebody actually was at walked went to Barnett's condo and saw Tommy in Barnett's bed. But I mean, you can't believe nothing you hear, man. You know, my thing is, I think I think you know if it's not true, you know, I could see it because it, I, it, you know, wrestling, you know, jealousy in wrestling, you know. If, Especially when you want that top, when you want that top spot, you'll start any rumor. You know, I could say that because because my thing is, like I said, he was the man. He was over so big at that time. You know. Yeah, he really didn't need the, the world title. He was over so big. I know, but again, I mean, if you're such a mark, uh, maybe he was just sort of like. Man, I'd really like to run with that belt, you know, or something. But or still, something. I mean, yeah, but I just, I don't know. And, you know, he, it it's one of the most things of, you know, uh, I don't know if you ever heard that old thing. They say, you know, in the business, um, you know, ride, ride, ride that, uh, you know, the gay, that gay, that gay mark until you have to, you know, 
till it's put out time, you know. So I'm just, you know, maybe Tommy was, you know, taking much as he could, you know, from, you know, Barnett until it was time to, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, nobody, all people know is, there's three people that know Tommy, Barnett, and God, so, you know. You know, God's not going to tell us uh, Barnett's dead and Tommy will, will work it and get everything he can out of it till he, because, you know, hey, even when, you, you know, his, it's always, it's always going to come up and keep his name out there of that happening. So, who knows? Yeah. You know? I don't know. Oh, man. But, yeah, he was just, I mean, he was just so over, though, man. It just, he was, I just, man. But, yeah, he, I mean, he, uh, but I remember they used to talk about, I thing was, uh, about, like, 83, end of 83, that's somehow how, because, you know, he never was in shape, you know, and uh, I said his, he said his forehead had gotten so bad, or he, or he would juice so much, and they said that, you know, it was, the decline, the two-year decline was so bad, and his, just his physical appearance that, you know, that how hot, you know, that he was so hot at one time, within, you know, a two to three years, by 84, you know, his, you know, basically being a uh, top guy, you know, a, you know, the, in a, in, you know, not the top guy, but a, um, well, the top guy, you know, uh, being in that talk for a title, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, you know, I don't know what the word, the, not, um, he's more of a territory guy then, instead of the national, a national star. He pretty much, in like a two to three year time, he just fizzled out bad. Yeah, pretty much just did Memphis, man. And, uh, Con- Continental. Continental, the, that one group out of Georgia, Deep South, yeah. I believe. Who ran that, was it? Slater has something to do with that, or Crusher Blackwell. I think Crusher Blackwell and didn't Jody Hamilton have something to do with it too? He might have. But I mean, just from the up until '84, he basically would just—I mean, he was done just by Memphis. I mean, you know. Uh Yep. I mean, he was that over. Yep. Not just Georgia, he'd go to Mid-South, yeah. Texas, uh, uh, Mid-Atlantic, you know, just wherever, man, you know, and he would headline St. Louis. And, yeah, that TV. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, um, at, at, you know, but I said he was the top, you know, but hottest baby face for, you know, from 79 to 80. He went up to 82, you know. I'm going to 83. By 83, he was at hard living to start to catch up. Hard living and bleeding every match with Buzz Sawyer. <laughs> kind of, you know. man, I tell you what, he was one of, the, one of the best bleeders out there, man. I don't think I've ever seen a, uh, a match where he had to get color where, you know, where it sucked. <laughs> oh, I know. Man, you remember, I think the worst I probably ever saw him was... Uh, Remember when uh, Dirty Rhodes and Don Bass beat him up on Memphis TV in 86? Yeah, man. He hit a gusher or something that day. His whole, from from his head to his boots. Cause I had that on, I remember I had it on tape, man. 
and they were carrying him out, and he was, it looked like he jumped in a, a thing of, of red paint. Yeah. I mean, his whole body was cut. It was, I was like, he's died. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a lethal six-pack beforehand and a couple of aspirin. Asp- yeah, cocaine aspirin, them cocaine aspirins. <laughs> Them marijuana pills. Them eight-ball eight tablets got him. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. But, but, yeah, I just... Um, I'm trying to think. I don't... Today's show... Oh, the dude had the kill back. We talked... Yeah, we had talked about that. He had killed. Um, yeah, that women's match didn't care for... Uh, what do you think about that first match with uh, Murdoch and um, Aldis? I think it was a good little match. It was a good little match. Uh, you know, I like to... I like to... I wish it would went a little longer. There's a couple things in there that, uh, oh man, all this waited forever for that setup for that ball, bulldog off the top. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I was cringing a little bit there. <laughs> I was like, ah, man. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's, um, I think it's, uh, one of the knocks on guys nowadays. They they're so used to fast pace of a match. Back in the old day, you wouldn't see an old timer. He would know the guy he's working. It, even if Murdoch could hop up there and get up on ropes like boom, he's not going to because it it wouldn't look right. So Murdoch's working it, you know, getting up slow up them ropes. So you should know as a worker. Okay, he's working. I know he can hop up there fast. He can move good. But he's working the you know the gimmick of where you know he's a big guy shouldn't be up there, and it went into the finish actually you know him falling off the second time missing and all that stuff. But uh, so he should have you know what I'm saying my thing is that's just those little things to to me it separates a work a great worker from a great wrestler you know. Yeah, whatever he had done to all this right before him going up to the top, all this should have registered it a little bit more, sold yeah. it a little bit more. Yeah. So it would have gave him a little bit more time to get in position while still selling. Yeah. Instead of just standing there, you know, yeah. looking right. like, hey, I'm waiting, come yeah. on. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but besides, I mean, it, it was a good match. It, um, yeah, yeah, it was good, man. I, I would like to, to yeah, I would like to see him, go ahead, I'm sorry. I, I'm a fan of Trevor Murdoch, man. I like he's, I like his look. I like the whole thing, man. He don't look like a Randy Orton clone, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, that would Randy be a really good. Clone at five nine, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, it would be a really good long match if they gave him time, but for TV, I mean, they really can't, you know. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Well, I can see why, but yeah, I would like to see him. Uh, like do a house show match, you know, somewhere where it was, you know, they could put in ten to fifteen, you know, it'd be really good, I think. So they're trying to portray Nick Aldis as a tweener, right? Well, I think what they're doing is, I think, yeah, because I think we talked about the sport was they really ain't got they ain't gotten really established that many heels and who's, but I think they're trying to. I think what they're doing is because you. A lot of times when Flair would, I, I know what little bit I've seen because there ain't a lot of footage. It don't seem like when he'd go to a territory when he'd first get there, you know, he'd do TV. Some it just depends. Like some place he would be flat out hill, and sometimes he'd kind of, you know, be in the middle. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they're trying to. 
I think they're just getting people warmed up to him, so they don't want to make him heal or baby, because I don't think they actually... Uh, they might have a plan, but they don't want to, you know... I think I think a lot has to do with because it was just the first set of tapings. I think this next when they after these next set, I think they're gonna. That's when people are gonna they're gonna know we're gonna know. Okay, these are gonna be your heels. These are gonna be your faces. This is where they're you know what I'm saying because all these were done like in you know like what a two or three day period. All these tapings, so I think that's what they've done. They just kind of threw people out there. Do people get the feel? And that's what I'm thinking. It's got, I'm, I'm thinking this. I thought they start doing it this week. Uh, next week they're gonna have to. I mean, yeah. you know, they're gonna have to because I'm telling you right now. A lot of times during Thanksgiving, people, a lot of stuff don't get watched during Thanksgiving. That period yeah, right there, because people, people are doing stuff. So you're gonna, you, yeah. and they're gonna, they're gonna, they'll watch it later on. So you're gonna kind of. I mean, my whole thing is you need. I just. I think they have to next week. They got to start. And what did I? The, did they say uh, when the show opened? Didn't they say the Rock and Roll Express was going to be on there? And or they just said uh, yeah. they just say a match though, yeah. did they? No. Okay. I don't think they did. I so he just said they'll be on there. there. Okay, yeah. just talking. Okay. So I couldn't hear. They were. They were saying how they all get a shot. Yeah. At wild card. Uh, um, I guess that's next week. So. Yeah. So I was thinking, I was like, I was thinking, did they say they're going to be in a match when they announced them or are they, or are they just going to be there? Because I was like, I was waiting for the match. I was like, okay, did he? I was like, so I, I couldn't remember what he said. <laughs> do you know Ricky Mort called him, Ricky Mort called him wild side instead of wild card? Wild side, I caught that too. I was like, oh, having a flashback of 89 when they came back to Memphis yeah. and worked Chris Champion and Mark Starr. <laughs> But my whole thing is, why? I mean, I still don't understand. They still don't say what wild card means, but I don't know. I just that's a you know different name to have. Uh, some of these people they should have did some little vignettes and stuff on to let people know who they are. But anyway, I guess with the one hour show, I guess by now it's too late because <laughs> they were showing they they haven't introduced anybody new. Um, I I didn't care for. Um, that what's the um, young kid that they're pushing? Um, what's his Rick name? Starks. Yeah, I didn't care for him doing a job in that tag match. I mean, yeah, who, who, who he, uh, what, uh, they rolled him up. Him and, him and um, was it him and Cabana against um, uh, the Mark? It was Mark. It was uh, the Mark guy and um, Josephus, whatever his name is, and uh, yeah. um, Aaron Stevens. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, all right. But, Almost forgot about that one. But I was like, if they're they want to push this kid, I'm like, why are they job? I mean, I know it was a kind of a screw kind of roll up and all that. But my thing is, it's like, ugh. yeah. Well, did, was Aaron the one that pinned him? I forget. Well, yeah. He's okay. On, he's going to roll him up. Yeah. 
maybe they were just getting his win back from the previous two times where he did a did the favor to to re. I don't know, but uh, unless, uh, my whole thing is unless they're going to do they're going to put them off to uh, with each other, but still, I just I don't know. It seemed like they pushed him, you know, and I just I don't know. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> just to me, I just kind of got up like a. Ugh. And it was over, I was just like, yeah, you know. Do you remember last week when, uh, when, uh, Question Mark did that squash for that one guy, and he did his, uh, the, the karate thrust, man, dude took a, did you see the bump he took on his neck? Yes. I, I was like, oh my God, dude, you can't be doing that too many times. Yeah. You'll get 40 and you'll, <laughs> you'll yeah. be feeling it, man. Dude, did you see the first... On the today's show, uh, the new show uh, this week's, the first time uh, question mark shot him in, went to give him a blow to the gut, and he missed him. I was like, dude, man, his. Oh, oh, I mean, I know it's supposed to be comedy, but gosh. <laughs> oh man. Something. The, the, it's like he shot him in twice, and I think it was a duck of clothes on both times, and. You couldn't have he couldn't have held his arm up or any limper or lame for him to it was like, Come on, dude. Yeah. Oh man. I remember forget one time I was working Troy eating God bless his soul in uh, uh Boone's Hill and I shot him out told him to uh, call the spot I just remember there was a duck in it. And and when I threw my clotheslines even on the ducks, man, I life swung them. And I hit him right in the top of the head. Oh. <laughs> and we got to the back, and he's like, "Man, he's like, he's like on that clothesline." I said, "I'm used to people just just holding their arm up." I said, "That's why I didn't go down low." I was like, "I said, nah, brother, I swing them like I'm throwing them." I said, "I, I said I hate, I cannot stand somebody just to hold their arm, you know." It just, I, and I, it's, but it's true, man. But that was one, that was, he started, he did that like twice in the match. I was like, I know he's supposed to be comedy and everything, but dude, come on, you know? And then he taped his fingers up more. If he's going to be jabbing with somebody's throat, he needs to have more tape on his fingers. Yeah, but it's not, to me, if you're going to jab somebody, you need to have them taped up more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Have your all four fingers taped up or something, but man. At least the ones that are hitting him, they need to be taped up really big. You know? Yeah. More ta- I mean, he's more, he's got, just, it looks like he's got like one little layer on there. He needs multiple layers, you know. It looks, it looks better, you know. Because your fingers are going to bend, you, you, that much tape on, I mean, it just, I don't know. It's just, I think it would be better to have more tape. It'd look better. It's for visual, you know. It's a, you know, That's what tape's for anyways, for visual, so he needs more tape on. But some of that stuff, man, was just, and some of them chops, he was like missing them, and that was just like, it's like, dude, I mean, I know you're supposed to be comedy, but gosh, you know. Even doing the no. cosplay of Bruiser Brody, man. No. I always hated that. It's like, dude, do, do your own gimmick. I mean, 
Uh, well, here's the thing, though, but, but, you know, I mean, and he was, you know, he did, you know, I don't know. It just, I mean, everybody does stuff, but, man, he would just, I don't know. But it just, I, I don't, it just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I don't, it, I, it don't do nothing for me, you know. But, uh, but, uh, did you see Crimson come out there on the, on the, um, was it Pull Apart? I saw some bald-headed guy. I couldn't really tell who it was. He had a mohawk. On the, oh, has he got a mohawk now? Yeah. It's I like a mohawk. Really, I just, what match was that? I'm trying to think. Uh, of, uh, oh, it was the, uh, Eli Drake and Kennedy, um, Anderson, whatever his name is, uh, thing right on the floor, whatever. Okay. And they were pulling. That's what it was. That's when. That's. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He got some kind of like a producer job. Yeah, him. Yeah, him and Joe Cephas, and I don't know who else. Probably um, the um, Tony, whatever his name is. The guy did the high spots. Um. Um. Commercial, him. His name's Tony, so I can't remember what his name is. He's worked for TNA. Everybody. He's worked for. Uh, he did all their he, their stuff. He works. For, I think he, I'm sure he. I can't remember what his last name is. Tony. Oh, what's his? Lucasio. I think he's probably doing it. That, but I know I've seen like Josephus and and Crimson because I see their names on the credits of. Uh, oh um, yeah, is that. There's a few names on the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Joseph. Um, what? I can't remember what his last name is. And then um, Crimson is uh, May- Mayweather. Um, Anthony Mayweather or something like that on there. It says on the credits. But um, I'm pretty sure that Tony Casey, but I don't know what his shoot name is. I probably got his shoot name on there. So I'm sure. But they're. Um, they're on. I don't know who the other ones are helping, but um, I don't know. They just. Uh, I think they. I. I think um, Chrism shut down uh, his promotion in, in Clarksville for a while because somebody they lost the building, and um, oh yeah, yeah, because him. Well, uh, Jeremiah Plunk told me that. Since day one, they've been running that building up there in Clarksville, that uh, Wilma Rudolph Center. They've been having trouble with the building. Just, it, they just basically were just hard to deal with. And um, they didn't want wrestling in there, but they let it in there because they made tons of money off from the wrestling. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. But he said that... Um, until he can get stuff, another, you know, I guess another building to run up there that's not a big, big enough and nice, you know, he's not going to run up there until then. So I'm like, well, you just invited all the vultures in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Everybody they said at the rest of the school? Or? As far as I know, uh, I talked to Plunkett yesterday. I should have asked him if he's still. As far as I know, they still got the wrestling school because they're actually they're doing a show. Like every after every class, they do a show, 
Uh, they have it in a smaller building up there in Clarksville somewhere, and I know they're still having their this class. It's just got done. It's got done. Uh, their their graduation show is this month sometime, so the school's still going, as far as I know. So, but actually running yeah, so. Yeah, he's still doing the uh, beginner class. Uh, he's doing the beginner class, and um, um, Bram's doing the um, intermediate and the advanced uh, two class. The other two classes, he's doing those. So, but um, uh, as far as I know, it's still they're still he's still gonna have the school there. But um, yeah, he said that that dealing with the that building was just it, they it was awful. But um. But he said, um, I guess he don't want to go to the armory because they, the way they had it set, his whole setup was, I mean, they drew, you know, I don't think they ever drew under a thousand people to any of their shows. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, because he'd run, he'd be in the room like, you know, once every three months. and But, I mean, it was a big ordeal. And they, I don't think there's any buildings up there that that are nice enough, you know, um, to run up there. So, um, it's, you know, it's a military yeah. town. And, it's a college, like college town. Somewhere. It's college town, too. Austin P. Yeah. That's what he needs to do. He needs to get on campus. Maybe about seeing that. See, I think they... Um, see, they have vendors come in. They sell beer and all that. So I think that's probably why he can't do um, the college. So, but... Yeah, they they did they did they have a you know like I said they only run like every, once every three months but there is another group that runs it like once a month at the armory up there and but they don't they never they don't hurt their business or nothing so but but now since they're out I'm sure everybody will be trying to get in there now since if they're not you know they're gonna be gone for a while but I don't know. They probably didn't got. And they probably got screwed over by somebody. used to be really were um if you paid your money man they were they all they liked it because it was extra money for whoever's whoever's running the army that was extra money for them and uh and you know until people started screwing them over and stuff you know and you know it just um it's like any other building you know it you know like schools and stuff can't get in schools no more and it just you know it, it a lot of people you know Screwed them, you know, especially in the 90s. That seemed like that was just the heyday of screwing, you know, messing, screwing towns over, messing towns up, you know, and, you know, it just, um, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, that, um, that, uh, it just seemed like the 80s, 
you know, you never heard about it, but everything was so kayfabe back then. But it seemed like toward the end of the 90s, it just seemed like, you know, you, you'd hardly ever see, you know, it seemed like the schools were the first thing to go. Then the armory started, you know, and um, the armory started jacking their prices up so high that, um, I guess because people come there and screw and break stuff and, you know, you know. So I know like uh, uh, me and uh, Farron Fox ran Gallatin, we ran Civic Center, and we had a, they gave us a great deal. At the, well, at first they, they told us how much they, they rented out for, and like a year or two earlier, this guy, uh, I think his name was Cherokee Chase is what he went by, I think. He was a mark. Yeah. And he ran it couple of shows there and when Farron went to get uh, talked to him about you know running a show there at the Galton Civic Center they told him the price of what they rent out the gym for and, and Farron looked at dude and told him and said so man I know the, there's one in the world um, whatever the guy's name was um, would, would was paying that and the guy said well okay I'll shoot straight we, this is what we'll do and he said uh, we'll cut off so we can put a curtain across. We got this big divider, and y'all want to do half the gym for so many hours, and if uh, we got to have four people, you pay the pay our four employees. Um, and it was like basically, I think he said just bomb. Um, what was it? Uh, they did got they did concessions, so it's like they they got to do their own concessions. They said. Well, our events, we have things like, it was like a, uh, a little meal-type gimmick they did. And uh, he said, if you just buy them, you know, the, it's like a, I think it's like hot dog, chips, and drink. He said, if you buy each one of them, the little meal for that night, that's, you know, that'd be, you know, that's all, that's all you know, you have to pay for them. And, I mean, it's, they cut us a really, really good deal. Something like that. It was something, you know, so, but, uh, but yeah, that was, you know, 96. I mean, that was the time when you could... Go and then I went back in '97 when No Rules was running it. Um, yeah. Tom Burton was booking that. What was the guy that was promoting it? Is that Money Mike or something uh, like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Well, he. Okay, so I worked a show. I worked a show up there, and one of the things I remember when me and Farron ran uh, Gallatin was they told us. If we break anything, like tables, how much that'd be? Chairs, how much that'd be? And um, so we were, so it was in the dressing room, and uh, so uh, who was it? It was Pondo, I think it was Ox. They brought in for the weekend, and I heard them talking about a chair spot, and I thought it was their, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I figured that. They were using, uh, you know, the promotions chairs, right? So I didn't think nothing about it. <laughs> so then after the show, I was sitting there and and uh, you know I got my money and everything, and I was getting ready to leave. And uh, that Mike kid came in there and he's talking to Tom. Tom's like, "Hey, charge us how much for two chairs?" And I was like, "Oh man, they used the the the." The Civic Center's chairs. I'm like, oh, what was the, uh, can, and I was like, oh no. I was like, and they were so. I think it was like fifty bucks a piece or something like that. Because I remember, I think like a, it was like I remember when they 
Faramus had that list. I think he was telling me what they the stuff was like. I think it was like a hundred dollars for because we broke a table. Um, we did a table spot um, on one of the shows. Me and him did there. And we made sure it was our. You know, we brought the table because it was like I think it turns like a hundred bucks for the table. Uh, I think it was like fifty for each chair. So, uh, yeah. So I, if I would have known, man, I would have smartened him. I figured I didn't. I didn't think they'd go out there and. But I heard the spot and everything. But you know, I didn't think. Well, you know, they'd go out there and. Use the building's chairs and break their chairs. <laughs> well, I blame that on Tom and uh, Money, Mark, Mike, whatever. Yeah. You know, make sure that everybody knew, hey, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah, oh, if you, you use, know, yeah. They could bitch too much. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like. Um, yeah, so yeah, they could bitch too much. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Uh, what a. Yeah, I got like the same deal y'all did. Like, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it was like I ended up, I ended up paying like fifteen bucks, I think, for the building. That's about the price for for the night, and uh, the um, I know, but some of them that uh, it'd be like a hundred fifty a night plus uh, fifty dollars for the monitor to come yeah, and lock yeah. the come and lock the building back up when you leave because there wasn't nobody, you know, there wouldn't be. Uh, but yeah, if it'd be like it's basically like two hundred bucks total, but you got concessions, so you'd make that at least in concessions. You know, that's the good thing about the armories; you always did your, you got concessions, you know. Uh, you know, you have to worry. You know, you got, most time you're gonna make your rent. Out, you're gonna your concessions is gonna pay for your rent at least, no matter what. You know, usually. So that's one thing. But good thing with armories, you could do your own concessions. And uh, I tell you, man, Aldi's was the place to go to get your concessions, boy. You could get like a hundred pack of hot dogs for like, you know, like. Three ninety nine <laughs> buns for like a quart. I mean, you could get your. You could spend like. 20 bucks, 25, 30 bucks in concessions, get the chips, I mean, everything at Aldi's, man, and, uh, and then, you know, you make 200 bucks on, you know, concessions, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, that, always, that, that was one of our downfalls, man, I always try to get them, you know, hey, we need to do concessions. Oh, y'all didn't do concessions? I don't think we ever, I could be wrong, but I don't ever remember us doing concessions. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know, and that was. Cause I, it seems like I always tried to get them to to do it, but they weren't interested. Man, the armories were the perfect spots too, because you could just because most of them let you use their kitchen if you cleaned it up and everything. Yeah, you just opened uh, that window up, man, and you get over it yeah. and they had them big old pots and boil your hot dogs in and stuff. I mean, it was so, I mean, gosh. Yeah, if you got, armors are the, if, yeah, if they, most of them, you know, they'd let you use their kitchen, you know, and, um, yeah, man, that was the best setup, because you had, you know, everything there, you know, and, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's, dang, that's, whew. 
<laughs> yeah, that would suck. I know Jake's didn't. I remember Jake's, but I was always at that big building. You could, have, yeah, there was room, but that little building, there was really no, there was no place for concession stand. <laughs> yeah, because we were in the concession stand. Yeah. <laughs> Days, man, sometimes. Yeah, it was, it was some. I always liked the old building better than the new building. Yeah. yeah I guess because uh, we were so crammed in there, and and. Uh, uh, and you could take a bump and just take a uh, lounge on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was, the the hill dress room did suck, man. That was horrible. Oh, you get all these big guys. I mean, it ain't like today with everybody. You know, I like how Cornette called uh, AEW uh, all petite wrestling. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You remember that? I remember like the. Uh, I remember one show. It was it was me, you, Big John. I think Big John was on the card. I think it might be like the first one. It was. I want to say. Well, maybe not Big John. Might have been there, but I know it was me, you. Pete, the Scorpion, Big Pete Cannon, Tony Falk, and George was in that, and Dale Storm was in that little bitty tiny thing. And I'm pretty sure it was Dale. I'm pretty sure Dale was in there, but it was just like we were just. It was like crammed in there. But it was like, gosh. And then the baby faces were over in the living quarters with the couch and oh, beds yeah, and watching TV. I remember I turned baby face up there and I walked over there. I was like, y'all got to be ribbing. I said, we're over in a little four by four space and y'all got a bed, a couch, and you weren't watching TV. I said, y'all don't yeah. even. And it was, and there was air conditioning. There was no air conditioning in that kitchen. Had a little bitty, yeah. little bitty old fan. It's little had five pounds of dust on the blade sitting up on the counter. wasn't wasn't couldn't wasn't even circulating any kind of air. And now over here with the air conditioner, with the the window unit air conditioner blasting TV. I'm like, hey, there's no way in the world I'd turn back hill. You couldn't take if you gave me a, a raise, doubled my money, I still wouldn't have went back over. I was like, gosh. Oh, man, yeah. i tell you what, man, that was cramped in there, man, but for some reason, I always thought that damn broom closet they call a dressing room in Columbia, man, I was always claustrophobic up in that motherfucker. Oh, dude. I remember, especially with, like, if they just had, like, a normal house. And they had all those the, all those extra chairs on that hill, in, in the back of the hill. So, like, if they had a big house, they'd come in and pull most of, some of those chairs out in the very back of it. Yeah. But if it was like a normal house, so they didn't need no extra chairs, they had like 10 rows of chairs all crammed in that back. And it was like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was awful, man. The baby faces was a little bit bigger. Not much, but a little bit. Theirs was a little bit bigger, not but not by much. Theirs was still small too, but yeah, both of those were. And man, you know what was crazy? Did you know they had a, a dress, a locker room, up above the batting cages, had a shower and everything in it. No, no. Yeah, yeah, sure did. Boy wasn't allowed to use it. <laughs> I guess some of the boys messed that up. <laughs> I didn't know about it. Uh, George Weiner was talking about it one night. How about there was a. Um, and then late, I know later on, um, back in 
uh, I guess it was 90, oh, oh, 2006, 2007-ish, something like that. Um, I guess it was 2007. Um, or was it six? So, I don't know, 2006, 2007. Um, I worked a show there, and they brought in a bunch of those uh, LPG something women's thing. Uh I can't remember what they were, what they were called, but they brought in a group of those in, uh, and they dre- most of them dressed up in that thing. So, but uh, yeah, it was. That place still around anymore? Is it still called Grand Slam? No, it's to- it's uh, back in uh, 07, They had their last show there. I was on the sh- I was on the card. Somebody bought the building from the guy on it, Mickey, and they oh. turned it, they turned it into some kind of. Um, what was it? Um, a, I don't know, like a warehouse or something. And then I heard it was a church. Somebody bought it and turned it into a church, and I don't know what it is now. But no, they hadn't had wrestling that, in that building since 07. So, yeah, because I was on the last show they had in 07. And, uh, Somebody still running Columbia? Oh, uh, yeah, the, uh, Cody Whitehead still runs, I think, every week or every other Friday or something like that. Somewhere, I think he's been doing it for about five, six years, maybe. He runs like every Friday, every other Friday, something like that. But, yeah, but he, um, I don't know how they draw or anything, but. I'll never forget that first time we worked there, man. And I, I did they ever, did they, did, when you worked Billy Montana, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the height difference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, Billy's like six six. I'm like, I was like five eight then, barely. And it's like, dang. Yeah, he's like a foot taller than me. And we were both greener than we were both greener than grass. Didn't have a clue what we were doing. You got lucky that night. They put you. They they put you Ben Jordan. You got lucky that night. Yeah, I got. I was like, they should put Ray with Billy. Yeah, should put you with Gary. Yeah, I know. Less than a minute left. <laughs> that went fast. <laughs> yeah, man, sure did. All right, anything you want to talk about, plug real fast or anything? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I ain't doing a haunted house thing. It's not haunted house season no more on Facebook. So that that page is, I mean, it's still up. But uh, but yeah, I'll plug my KDF. Right. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people around the Nashville area remember WKDF 103. I got a uh, Facebook page called Remembering uh, KDF 103, something like that. <laughs> I don't even know the name of it, my own page. If you just go on the search engine on Facebook and type in Remembering KDF, then it should come up. And uh, it's a bunch of stuff. I post uh, 
Oh, I got about five seconds. Hurry up. Hurry up. Go wrap it up. All right, everybody. This is Quint Cruz. That's me. That's my Gordy. Thank you for listening. God bless.